0: Welcome to the Industrial Talk podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go. All
1: right, another episode of Industrial Talk, a platform that is dedicated to industrial professionals all around the world. Because you're bold, brave, and you dare greatly, you're making my life better, and you're making the world a better place. That's why we celebrate you on this this podcast because you're great, you're wonderful, and we are broadcasting on site. We are at Q1OMG meeting, and uh, it is in Reston, Virginia, and uh, and I'm just geeking out on all of the great people that I get to talk to, and I'm just going to encourage you as a loyal listener to look out at omg.org, get engaged, see what they have, because you need to be a part of this rapidly changing world that we are living in from a technology perspective. All right, Artvin's in the hot seat, Belden is the company. Let's get cracking. Boy, it's noisy down there. Are we missing out on something like drinks, free drinks or something like that? Because I'm missing out. Uh, how you doing? Doing well. Are you doing well? Yeah. How long have you been a part of this organization? Actually, only a couple of weeks. Shut the front door. And you're you're on the number one industry-related podcast in the universe and you've been on it for... You, 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 that's amazing. Look at you taking advantage of everything.
0: Why, why did you get involved? So, I believe firmly in this digital transformation. Yeah. So, I, I have about uh, 10 plus years of experience leading digital transformation. I, I've led digital transformations yeah. in in finance, in content management, in product lifecycle management and then in operations and manufacturing shop floor. Right and the the value that I see that technology can truly drive that value is yeah. incredible. Right? It the I thoroughly enjoy going in, giving people something that makes their day to day life better, right? Everybody thinks of Digital transformation as that big shiny new thing, AR, VR, yeah, yeah, whatever, oh yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I agree. but these are day-to-day small things, right? When you have data that's pulled in that you can see on the floor, the shop floor guy, the operator is not fighting with the maintenance guy, right? He's not. They're not fighting over who was called when, was it reported? Yeah. Nothing. It's all out for you to see. These are small, small things that improve people's life
1: do you do you find that it's uh there's a cultural component it's it's exciting i've I've been around it but it gets down to the people right and it gets down to that that individual or that organization that says yes this is where we're going and then be able to have the that that grit to just sort of work through the challenges and but and recognize the the opportunity right do do, you you know do you see that
0: Yeah, so what happens in many times, right? These are all the operators are guys with 20, 25 years of experience. They just listen to the sound of the machine. Yeah, I know. And they know what's wrong. So they don't see the value in a system telling it to them. But the value comes when that operator wants to retire or wants to take a break. The next guy can pick up, right? But it does require patience. Because for the first few, first initial period, the operator doesn't see the system telling, telling them anything that they don't know already. But yeah. the, the fun comes when you change shifts. You have less headache. You're not getting called when you're off shift asking what to oh, do with yeah. these machines, right? These are all small, small things, but they can only see it once that system is implemented and see the value in it. See, I, 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 again, I always get excited about the future.
1: I wish I was younger because I think that uh, there's, there's a lot of change, and I love change uh, taking place within industry, and a lot of, you know, what the challenge for me is, and I would imagine for you. Well, no, you're smarter, so it's for me, for, for this simple guy, is there are a lot of topics out there, a lot of digital trans, like the digital transformation, the, the actual topic is just it just contains everything and I don't know
0: where to go I don't I don't even know where to start help us sort of go with that yeah that's a great question right because I'm in my previous role I I was a I was part of a 110 plus year old manufacturing company right and they had 20 plus plants globally every plant manager was being bombarded by tens of vendors offering something or the other and they're like what do we do so I actually, I got a cool role. I was a manager for digital transformation. So ah. I got a cool role to take a step back. And they said, here is a budget. Take a year, figure this out, and come back and develop a strategy for us to move forward, right? to, to ah. find a smart factory strategy. So when I took that step back away from all the noise, I actually started to play with all these different technologies, use them, try them, see what worked, what didn't. But eventually, it all boiled down to one simple thing, right? In my mind, the first step is connectivity, right? Right. It's to connect to the machines, bring that data in. And then the question becomes, right? In, it's not just that there is a whole plethora of options. The problem is every six months, something new comes up. Yeah. If you take manufacturing, they're used to making decisions with a 10-year yeah. running period. So the, the technology doesn't last that long. Yeah. So how do you reconcile? I don't know. Right? So, so I was wrestling with it. And the the way I came up with the solution for, for that company, what I did, what we did was we said, okay, here is what we'll do. We have machines that are 40 years old to machines that are bought last year. Yeah. So what we will do is we will design the machine connectivity ourselves. We will bring that data through we will put it together, we'll bring that data into a, a uniform layer, like a data aggregation layer. Yeah, you may yeah. have heard the term yeah. unified namespace. Oh, yeah, 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 And then I can send the data out to wherever. Right? Today I have XYZ is the greatest and newest in, in my area. I send the data there. And what that does is it builds a foundational layer that lasts you much longer that is closer to your factory and it doesn't affect. So today, for example, you have a vendor who comes and says, hey, I have this, I had this experience personally. A vendor okay. would tell me, hey, we have this shiny new tool built for your particular industry. You know, in five days I can give you 10% improvement in uptime or something like right, that. Right, 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 right. And, and I'm like, I don't know enough to judge. Is that worth it? Is that not? See, you don't. I do no. <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> right? so i tell him okay come take my come and give me that 10% improvement in 5 days and the guy says give me your data and i'm like no i need help getting data out right and nobody said we can advise you but we can't help you do it so i had to figure that out and by the time i did it we put together like a Reference architecture for the company, a proper technical architecture. We rolled out to a plant uh, that had like 300 machines, to another plant that just wanted eight machines. So it was a flexible, scalable, modular OT data aggregation layer. Right when I finished those two plants, I got a call from Belden saying, Hey, we are starting this new group that is focused on solutions and on shop floor connectivity. Focus. So, Belden started a new division about two years ago ah. that that's focused on pre ingestion solutions, as we call it. So, before it goes to the cloud, whatever you do within the four walls of your factory, those are the solutions that Belden is trying to provide. And Belden has like 120 years of history providing connectivity products. So, it, we have an order from Edison where he ordered our wires and cables for his yeah. light bulb yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and all that. Oh, so no, 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 no. Yeah. yeah so so we have cool. a history so like we have that. all the products belden has all the products and now my group puts all those products together and provides a solution to the customers
1: so for that uh, that example mm-hmm. when we were saying, you're you're just trying to get data that's it. That's it. I, I want to collect data. I want to do it as efficiently as I possibly can. I want to be able to see my floor, or whatever. I'm I'm a manufacturer. I want that mode of this. Whatever I identify the assets I want to begin to pull data from. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so are we are we talking about uh, IoT devices? What what are we talking about to get that? What are the strategies? What what do you
0: embrace for a strategy to get that data? So it depends so we'll start off with what primary focus first for us is when we go in we don't want to turn your world upside down yeah, right? yeah as you could. could
1: real quick yeah right? yes. like oh my god
0: yeah so so we have protocol converters we have physical boxes we have software protocol converters that we can use to connect to most of the plc's in the market all ah, right, You're right? In the pills. so we'll pull from plc as much as we can we'll add standalone sensors and we'll take data from your different sources that are sitting there. You have so many data silos. Oh, they in there. are. <laughs> yeah. So we'll pull from that and we'll bring it together. So with minimal impact to your day-to-day operations, we want to try and pull as much data as we can. Right? And when that comes in, it's very simple, right? Just for the operator to see how he or she is doing compared to the target for the hour, instead of having to write on a piece of paper for somebody to pick up, Right. So what generally happens, somebody writes on a paper every hour, how many they made. And then they write, when did the machine go down? When did it come right, out? Right, right, right. And then a, a supervisor walks by, picks it up, enters it into Excel. Right. Next morning, somebody comes yes. in. And, and, so it's like so a many. A common process. Exactly. Right. So if we automate just that one step, even if it reduces 10 minutes of headache every hour, it makes a big difference. And it's not very complex. It's just showing the data on a screen. So, really, it's it's, it's just a focus of being able to collect all the data
1: that you possibly can collect in an uh, in in your environment, in your whatever your business, mm-hmm. and then that decision can be and, and be able to make it a uh, normalize it or whatever it might be, yeah. and and get it in a way that positions it for the ability to be able to start running some analytics, whatever. But you got to get it, it. It all starts with getting the data and getting the data accurately and efficiently and all of that good stuff, right?
0: Right. So getting the right data at the right time to the right person. All three matter. Yeah. So if I can get that data out, and let's say all you're doing now is just based on the data. Now, instead of having to call the maintenance guy, the screen, he gets an alert instantly saying, this machine is down. Go take a look. He also can see what fault tags were triggered in the PLC right away. So he doesn't have to go and He spends less time. He's more efficient he comes in and does it you do this for the first 3 to 6 months you will start to see significant value being added then you take that same data now you have 6 months of data right you take that data you have all the reasons the machine failed then you layer in your predictive maintenance oh, on yeah, top. Yeah, 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 yeah. right yeah. so so this yeah. shop floor yeah. connectivity is is a foundational layer not only is it Giving you, setting you up for the future, you can get immediate
1: value. You 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 bring up a good point, and and I think fundamentally, when we start talking about digital transformation, we talk about it quite, quite often, (laughs) and um, and and people don't. I think this is sort of a, a a great starting point. Mm -hmm. Just saying, hey, just collect the data. Yeah. Uh, I me a manufacturer or a business owner, I could I could put my arms around that. Okay. Are you asking a lot from me? Please say no. You can get the data. Get it in such a way. Then it gives me the ability to be able to uh, make other strategic decisions on what's that next step. And then creating that business that is uh, resilient in a sense and be able to to adjust. I like it. Mm -hmm. I don't don't have any arguments there.
0: Yeah, and, and there are a lot of other things that come around with it, right? There's a lot of friction between different groups. Just because no. you don't have steady data, yeah, you don't have no, reliable you're, you're data. You're spot on on that one. <laughs> it always gets down to the, the, the human component. It always does. It, does. it right? just does. Yeah, because the operator says the machine went down at 10, came up at noon. The maintenance guy says, I got the call at 10.30. I brought it up at 11.30. Who's right? Who's wrong? Nobody knows. Right? It's always that friction.
1: God, I mean, if if you had a magic wand and you would say, yeah, let's uh, let's deal with all of the the uh, the human side because the technology is a technology. I don't think you have you ever had a situation where you're saying I can't get that data because no, you could get it, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. See, There's no reason. Exactly. Technology exists. It's just, are we able to use it in yeah. the right way? Are we in a, in a way that is appetizing to everybody yeah. on the floor? And and put it together, and you you hit on the key point, right? All we are able to do is provide the tools. See, but that's that's a big deal. Yes.
1: And if you're providing if you're providing the data, and it's somewhat well, it's transparent, but it's it's painless. Yes. You're not you're not you're not asking you know, too much for me, you're not saying, oh my gosh, Scott, I need for you to hop on one foot and then it yep. makes, it. no, you're just saying, get the, get the data. Get the data, clean it, do whatever you need to do, and then and then you begin to develop that history. Then you could be starting to, looking at
0: how to really be able to sort of leverage that, right? Yeah, and, and what that does is if you build that layer well, next time a vendor comes to you and says, hey, I have this shiny new toy that I have built just for you, in, I will, in five days, I will give you 10% improvement. You're like, oh, yeah, is that so? Give me your IP. I will send you my data. Come back in five days with the improvement. Otherwise, don't talk to me. Yeah. Right? Look at you, man. It, what that does is it uh. starts to pull that balance of power onto the customer because you know your business process best. Yeah. You don't know the technology. But if you've solved a proper connectivity layer, then you, yeah. you start to do things uh, I, that you're good at. Yeah,
1: I have to ask the question. The yeah. question is, so it makes sense. I understand it. Mm-hmm. What,
0: what, why is there any pushback? You have a conversation. What is it? Different reasons. Some investment, right? So at least it, many times they're like, oh, volumes are really high. We need help. You go there, they're like, oh, volumes are too high. We don't want to touch your machines, yeah. right? Right. Sometimes volumes are low. We don't want to invest now. There are different reasons. I think the biggest pushback is that still the the business folks are not able to reconcile with this complex environment of, of digital transformation. They're still trying to figure it out, right? Because what I'm talking yeah, get it. is not fancy, is not showy. No, it's not. It's basic stuff. But... Without this, you can do nothing else. With this, you're set up. Even if nothing else works, just this alone will yeah, add see? so much value. I get it. Yeah, I get
1: it. You had me at hello, man. I mean, I was just <laughs> telling you that. I I really I do get it, mm-hmm. and I think it's a it's a it's brilliant, and I and I'm all I'm all in. Yeah. I just. I just want people to just sort of let's put it this way, you gotta do it eventually.
0: Your yes. competition is doing it. Yep. And don't 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 be left out in the cold. Exactly. How do they get a hold of you? So I have I'm on LinkedIn, yeah. Aravind R Kumar, A R A V I N D R K U M A R. You can reach me on LinkedIn.
1: There it is, man. I liked it. You were great. And you're passionate about this stuff. I am. I
0: can tell. <laughs> yeah. I like
1: it. All right. I love doing I'm, this. I'm, I'm walking away with a spring in my step about digital transformation and knowing it's in good hands. You were great. Thank yeah. you very much.
0: Thank you so much, Scott, for having me. All
1: right, me. listeners. We're going to have all the contact information for our friend Arvin. Ar- Arvinen. Arvin. Arvin. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got it. <laughs> I got it. And it's going to be out in Industrial Talk. I'm going to have his LinkedIn. I'm also going to put his uh, email address. I hope that's okay. Yep. And uh, so reach out to him. Be a part of OMG, omg omg.org. You get to greet meet great people like our friend here. So thank you very much. We're gonna be right back. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. All right, right in front of me. Aravind, his stat card, LinkedIn. Reach out to him. That is your call to action. Also, we'll have his uh, email address out there on Industrial Talk. Uh, The reality is, is that you need to begin collecting data. You need to be able to analyze that data. You need to begin to automate as much as you possibly can to create these businesses that are resilient. It's a must. But really, probably far more important than that, find trusted individuals, trusted professionals that are truly committed to... Uh, solving challenges, your challenges. And I think that to create this resilient business for long-term success, that digital strategy must be at the center of every one of your conversations. All right, there it is. All right, Kate, we're going to have more conversations coming from ONG. You need to get engaged, omg.org. Be bold, be brave, dare greatly hang out with our friend Arvin, and you'll change the world. We'll be back.